welcome back to the resupply with me, Guy Next Door. And me, DK. Bringing you your weekly double tap of all things Space Marines and Laser Force. Um, well, I mean, we, we, we're a couple of weeks out of our deep dive now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We've got nothing to talk by about. You guys, <laughs> by the time you guys listen to this, we'll be pretty close to, to nationals, it seems like. Yeah. It's, it's coming up in only a, a couple of weeks here. Oh, man. Um, I'm definitely getting psyched and excited. Been watching some videos about the all the uh, roller coasters down at Cedar Point. <laughs> How, so far, it doesn't seem we have any Detroit people who have signed up to come on the trip with us. So if you live oh, in Detroit, really? you got nothing going on the the Thursday uh, before Nats. Hike on down to Cedar Point. You should come out with us. It's going to be fun. Y'all should absolutely come down and hang out with us. Um, yeah, it's uh, not going to be fun. There's only non-Detroit people. Come on. Yeah. So we we're um, we're road tripping from. So I fly into Cleveland. Meet more orange in cleveland <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then beans and i think sanch are coming to pick us up so we're gonna we're gonna meet us uh so we're gonna end up um at cedar point like early-ish on the on the thursday um, nice good deal yeah my, my crew it, probably won't my crew probably won't make it till close to the the evening because we're all kind of staggered out in terms of when we're arriving in detroit right which I was the first one to book in the the morning, thinking that people would follow suit, but uh, some of my uh, fellow players aren't getting in until about twelve hours after me. So I'll figure oh, out a few things to, to, to do in De- to do in Detroit uh, yeah. that that day. But you I'm not too just, worried about it. You should just totally ditch them and come down uh, come down early. <laughs> Peace out, <laughs> yeah, assholes. I <laughs> or I could just you know get in some more lasers, whatever uh, oh, whatever yeah. strikes my fancy. That's right. That's what we're doing for that week. Um, yeah yeah laser tag that's why we're here yeah i mean you do have to get your fix right you got to cram in a year's worth in like i don't know a week and a half <laughs> oh i really do i should yeah. do like i've seen rusty do before some tournaments and just play like 80 standard games in a couple of days before the tournament so i can <laughs> learn the field what are you gonna do after nationals have you have you thought about it what do you, what do you, i mean that's kind of it for like a whole year right why must you do this to me? <laughs> oh, that's all laser. You'll be playing for a year. I listen. I have road trips that are going on. We're. I'm sure we're going to make it out to St. George at some point. Oh yeah. Um. You know, with the uh, my my schedule coming up this next year, I might have the money in addition to saving for Auckland to go to that tournament that we seem to have every winter, whether that's a random draw or an ECT or a WCT, oh, whatever it is. So if they schedule it appropriately. I might be able to make it to that since I have a little bit more incentive now to go play some laser tag. Right. And um, actually before Nats, I'm going to be making a road trip up to Portland in early July, which might have already passed by the time people listen to this. Yeah. But I'm going to check out hopefully one of the other laser force sites up in the Portland area so I can get at least a little bit more laser tag in. How far away is Portland from where you are? Like four hours. Well, since we're gonna be we're gonna be driving, we're making the the road trip for the first time Ugh. since I lived there. It is roughly about a nine to ten hour drive, depending <laughs> on how fast you go. <laughs> yeah, otherwise known as driving from one end of New Zealand to the other. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I mean both islands. Yeah, yeah. Just get your facts <laughs> Just right. Drive on the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, right on. I hope it's not too painful. Like you know over that year where you have to miss out that sounds awful <laughs> yeah i'm sure it's uh not gonna be easy but i guess i'll i'll keep busy but hey that uh you know spring break road trip out to st george definitely did me good so we'll 
figure out something in the the next year and kind of tide me over until the the next nets. But yeah. in the meantime, I'm going to get in as much as possible. So on One that thing. note, I thought a good thing to, t- to talk about this week would probably be um, the schedule since I, <laughs> there have been a number of inquiries as to, wait, so how many games are we playing? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Has there been any sort of, uh, I, like, I relatively uh, useless when it comes to, like, paying attention, but um, has there been any like official release of a schedule yet it has not been released to the public although it may be by the time everybody listens to this podcast since we're coming to you from the past Mm -hmm. right now (laughs) um but if it hasn't i can sort of fill people in on the overall structure because beans who is kind of the tournament schedule master at this point along with fan who's still giving a lot of of uh input even though he's not going to be at the tournament we've yeah, we've kind of uh, at least gotten down the broad strokes structure of what the tournament is going to look like. So we can at least share those kinds of details about right. when we're playing, what the structure of the tournament's going to look like, how many games people are going to get, so on and so forth. <clears throat> right on. Um, well, uh, I assume you have a copy right in front of you. <laughs> I do. I do have a That's copy convenient. right in front of me. <laughs> um so how are we looking like how uh in terms of like pool play or um yeah so we're we are going to do something a little bit different this year in that rather than just sort of being all in one grouping where we play traditional round robin that is to say that every team plays every other team Mm. this year we're actually going to be broken up into two different pools um with each pool having five teams in it Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have an opportunity to play people who aren't in your pool um, because there is going to be a crossover round and you could well meet the other teams in finals. But it means that you will play more games against the teams that are going to be in your pool than the ones that that aren't. So you can think of it kind of like divisions or something like that in in other sports where you play the teams in your division more often than you play the teams out of your division. Right. Um, Do you know what the actual draw is? Like, have has been put together who's in which pool as of yet no so the, the actual draw itself i think we're not going to do until um the day before the the tournament at oh, the captain's cool. meeting so that way there can't be any kind of implications that well the tournament was sort of scheduled around or for to advantage certain kinds of teams so there is going to be a largely random element to it so there will be an actual physical draw of the teams the only caveat that we've put on that is kind of collectively as captains in our our super secret illuminati discussions we've been (laughs) having outside of the the public here is well do we want to try to create a situation so we don't end up with a weird kind of situation where the best five teams are in one pool and the worst five teams are in the other so basically what we agreed on was to take the presumptive kind of best two teams and presumptive lowest ranked teams and just break them up across the the different brackets. And then kind of those middle six teams just kind of fall where they are. Because um, although I'm sure we'll we'll have a discussion about this before the tournament starts, I really don't have the greatest feel for where those kind of middle six teams are actually going to fall. If I had to rank them from, from top to bottom, I think that's going to be much more subjective. Mm. But the the presumed two strongest teams, and I don't think we'll really get too much pushback on this, are going to be Detroit A and Brisbane. Yeah, I think everybody expects them to be competing in the grand final or at least to be the favorites going in. So they are going to be in two separate pools, and we'll just kind of determine that probably by a flip of a coin. Right. And then um, the, the presumed kind of lower-ranked 
teams, uh, just based on experience and track record and things like that, are probably going to end up being Sacramento B and Loveland B. Right. Just by virtue of being B teams, um, by the fact that Sacramento really hasn't practiced very much and that Loveland has newer players. Yeah. It's not meant to be a knock on you guys or anything like that. Like, oh, well, you guys are the lowest ranked teams. But just based on experience, um, I think it'd be probably more advantageous to keep those teams um, split up so that way the the pools are relatively balanced in between them. Right. I would like uh, to see those two teams play each other at some point during the, the week, obviously. but Which which they will, which yeah. they will. Right. That's pretty cool then. Uh, and you never know, yeah. like, the, the expectations. So the expectations last year was that the Brisbane T, uh, D, T, the Brisbane D team, um, we're going to get their <laughs> the asses kicked. <laughs> they eat a D's. We're going to get their asses smashed all week. And that really wasn't the case. They took games off like most of the other teams, I, I think, uh, including yeah. Brisbane A. I think they took a game from Brisbane A or came close to. Um, yeah, some, something like that. I know they definitely at least made it close. I can't remember off the top of my head whether yeah. or not they, they won, but they were definitely much more competitive than people anticipated at the start of the week. Which is awesome. Like, and if you, if yeah, you're in the, I love when that stuff happens. Absolutely. If you're in the position where, again, it's not a knock. Like People don't look at your team and go, ah, ha, 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 shit. Um, it's more of, yeah, like you say, it's more experience. But if you can get put in that position where expectations are relatively low, um and come out and start smashing other teams like that's that should be considered a win you know that's yeah, yeah. when you got nowhere to go but up then hey Perfect. everybody is gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> underestimating you yeah, yeah and if you know better like you know just because people don't know uh the players on that team puts puts you know and i'm talking probably more the loveland b team um yeah the the uh, I, I'd imagine a good percentage of the players don't really know much about the B team players, so yeah, they can come out of nowhere right. and, and start surprising. Yeah, people. you just you just kind of have to give the presumption that being your first tournament, expectations are going to be a little bit lower. Yeah, that's which, right. Again, is is fine. So it gives you the opportunity to shatter those expectations. Yeah, I mean the the Loveland A team have kind of been doing that in the last couple of tournaments, right? That they've played in, or certainly yeah. in Sacramento. Yeah, so I'm really curious to see like what what they're gonna do because yeah. it's like historically, you know, you would probably maybe rank Sacramento A ahead of them, but the thing with Sacramento A is we really have not played yeah. very much lately. So I think um, at least some of the people I was talking to were suggesting like, oh yeah, you guys, you know, can probably come like third. I'm like, oh, that might be a little presumptuous given <laughs> that we haven't practiced. I know St. George is practicing a lot. Loveland yeah, A has practiced a lot. Yeah. And you don't want to forget about teams like Detroit B who know the field where yeah, you know they're exactly. a B team. I think they're still going to be quite strong. So yeah. I certainly am not going to presume anything going into this tournament. Who's on your team? Okay. So SAC A um, is going to be me, Odin's Fist, Nimitz, Disco, um, Dude Broman, and Maniac. Oh, of course. I couldn't remember if Venom was going or not. Um, clearly not. No, <laughs> unfortunately not. With the, He would have had uh, time to go with his new kind of schedule, um, working with the, uh, with the EMTs and paramedics. Mm. But unfortunately, he went and injured himself while he was still on the probationary oh, oh, period. Oh. So that got extended. So he wasn't able to get time off. Oh, so God. good job, Venom. Genius. <laughs> oh, that's so a shame. I got to miss him. We'll, we'll, we'll try our best to, to make do yeah. without him. But, you know, definitely that uh, that's going to be um, 
a good player that we're we'll miss yeah, this time absolutely. around. Would would like to see Venom. Would like to see Cordash and some other players like that. But I think this will be a good opportunity for some of the up and coming players like Disco and and Nimitz to to maybe shine. Yeah, um, especially if they're in um, a position where they're not like necessarily uh, trying to carry a team. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they have really good support. Like that's that's an amazing resupply, and obviously you're there, like with your many, many, many years of experience. <laughs> um, but Some yeah, sort of humble brags. Is that like a humble knock? That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're old, DK. <laughs> it's one of those like, uh, like what is it? Compliment sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um yeah but we, we can get in more to to that i think when we do our sort of rundown of the the different teams yeah. where I, I give my super hot take of the the rankings going into the into the tournament so i can get everybody all mad at me before we even start that's right dk's hot snakes be uh be tuning <laughs> in for that <laughs> um i don't want to record that one live <laughs> uh yeah yeah just have another coffee and like <laughs> it'll happen um all right, so like I'm, I'm really keen to see how the pool play, um, you know, works out because it could be a good template for for larger tournaments going forward. I mean, I know that there's been a lot of uh, debate about you know how we can make our scene a lot bigger. Um, this might be a, an effective way of doing that because you know, um, part of part of the round robin, uh play sorry part of the round run format was um uh you know you're playing and you have to be at the center for 12 hours plus um and in sacramento that was brutal yeah and there is still going to be a bit of that this year um Mm. just because it's not as though um one pool is going to play for like six hours and then they're done and then the next pool is going to play for six hours and then they're done they are going to be actively intermixing in between so i'll I'll just give you kind of the the outline for for what's happening right so the the day is set to start at 8 30 a.m so pretty early um and we probably will be playing most days until at least uh, monday tuesday and thursday we'll be playing until about 11 to 11 30 at night so they are going to be really long days, right. but there are going to be quite a few breaks that are scattered in there for teams to go take a little rest, uh, get some food, all those kinds of things. Mm. Um, the day that we're going to be ending a little bit early is Wednesday because I believe they have a private group coming in, in the evening. But that means that midweek when we're all getting a little bit flustered, we're going to be able to end a little bit earlier. Maybe we can have everybody go out to dinner or something awesome. like that to sort of recharge our batteries. Yeah, that would be wicked. Yeah, so... Like we have in previous years, um, things are kind of broken up into blocks and things like that, where you're going to have your familiar blocks where you do play ref sit for, for a three, a three match block and that kind of thing. Um, so for instance, uh, if we, we look at the, the two pools in the first pool, we just have the teams that are a through E. So A, B, C, D, and E, since mm-hmm. they have not been labeled yet, since we haven't done the draw. And then in pool B, we have V, W, X, Y, and Z. Um, so, for instance, you're going to have in the very first block, like teams A and B will play each other, then V and W will play each other, then C and D will play each other. So people are going to be playing within their pool in the first round, but we are going to be mixing the pools in between because that's the only way that we can do play ref sit effectively since you have five in each in each pool. Yeah. Um, so that's how it's it's going to go. So each block is going to last for for roughly about two to two and a half hours. 
Um, when it came down to it, because we expect there to be somewhat fewer eliminations, or maybe even if there are eliminations, it'll probably come later in the games. Um, I think Beans made the the very smart move of scheduling out 50 minutes for each match rather than kind of 40, which we'll be doing in previous years. So my hope is that actually the blocks will move a little bit faster than we anticipate on the schedule itself. Yeah. But that means that people need to still be back and ready to play at their scheduled time, if not before, so we can keep things moving, Right, as is always the case. Uh, hopefully um, we take a little bit of, you know, what happened last year at Brisbane with, you know, people in and out of the armory, um, re- like really quickly before and after games, um, you know, people know which packs they can use, blah, blah, blah. Um, that stuff would be, you know, um, really great. Uh, sorry, that stuff, that stuff would be like perfect for, for keeping things moving quickly. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I think that's going to be kind of just incumbent on, I mean, I'm sure Beans will contribute to this. Um, I'll definitely do my part to try to keep things moving wherever possible. Yeah. And then um, some of the other organizers like Jesse, I'm sure will be trying to keep teams moving in and out of the, the games relatively quickly. Yeah. And since we are doing the usual play ref sit format, my hope is that that will, will keep things moving in a, a reasonable pace. So that way resolution can happen after everything else has, has passed. Yeah. And, Depending what happens, we had still had to spend some time talking about this in, in captain's committee. We're hoping that maybe penalty resolution could be a little bit easier this time around if uh, there is a small change that's made. But mm. I, I don't mean to, to be uh, cryptic about that, but uh, I'll give you more information when, when that's actually available. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a discussion that's happening underway at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully at the time this gets released, it, it's, you know finalized but i don't think it will be <laughs> yeah i don't know about finalized but we might at least have a kind of better idea as to, to what's happening yeah that'll so, be a captain's meeting um yeah yeah i would imagine yeah so essentially so you're gonna have six teams playing in each block each mm. block's gonna last between two and two and a half hours which means that there are gonna be four teams that are on by so that means that you know you'll have probably at least two hours to go and and do something else if you need to. Mm. And that may mean if you're not playing the first block of the day, you can grab a little bit of extra sleep or kind of take your time, get breakfast, get your coffee, Mm. whatever else. And we have tried to sort of time it out so that teams are going to have an appropriate um, sort of of schedule. So not everybody has the same kind of burden every day. Like um, for like team a, for instance, is, playing in the first block on both Monday and Tuesday, but then on Wednesday, uh, they're not playing in the first block. So right. that'll be kind of their day where they can start a little bit later and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so that, that's what's going on. So the in the first round, you're going to be playing everybody who's in your pool. So you'll have four matches in the the first round, which will last a little bit beyond the the first day. We're, we're finishing up the first round in the very first block on, on Tuesday. Mm. So most of day one will be you're playing entirely within your own pool. Tuesday, switching over to round two, is the, the cross pool play, mm. where then you're going to actually play the five teams that are in the other division. So round two is actually going to be a little bit longer than round one since you're playing five other teams instead of four other teams. Right. So you do end up playing all of the other teams. Correct. Yeah. You you play every other team in the tournament. You just play the ones that are in your pool or your division twice as much as you play the ones that are out of your division. Ah, right. So like, so you do, 
Interpol, Arpol, Interpol? Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. So so round two is the, the cross-pool play. So we wanted to do that in the middle of the tournament rather than at the end. So that way people can make adjustments before they go back into, into their pools, into their divisions, mm. when the seating will get tight and that kind of thing. Um, so by about Wednesday afternoon, so round two will take a better part of about a day and a half to get through since it's a little bit longer. Mm. And then you go back into to pool play for the second half of Wednesday and then Thursday you're playing within your pool again to determine the, the kind of final seeding for the tournament. So right. you're trying to get as many points as possible within your pool and on the overall ladder. Right. So once that's done, you have the kind of rankings within the pools. Um, then what is going to happen, um, we're pretty sure we're still finalizing this on exactly how we're going to split the the top seeds, if it's going to be based on overall points or if it's just going to be we're going to seed the, the different ranks within the pools. Right. Um, which may end up being an arbitrary distinction anyway, because yeah. um, I, th- I think it'll probably shake out uh, pretty pretty close to um, the, the best teams will, will just be kind of seated highest overall anyway. Yeah. Um, but the the top eight teams are going to make finals. Right. So the, the bottom two teams are going to get dropped out and won't have the opportunity to play in finals. That was a tough decision that we had to make, but ultimately with the time that we have for the tournament, it just was not feasible to give everybody a crack at it. So that is why we are playing longer for the round play, that you are going to have essentially three rounds of play, which means every single team and most people, if you're not playing in a seven-person team or something like that, are going to be guaranteed minimum of 26 games, which is, is pretty good Yeah, on the scale of things. And then obviously if you are in those top eight teams, well, then you can get you know at least four more games and more depending on how far you go. Right. Which... So the top eight teams are, yeah, go ahead. I mean, that makes sense, like, from just looking at sports in general. Um, you, you go, generally in, in sports, you go to a tournament to compete, and then the best teams get to go through to the finals. That's kind of how that works. <laughs> so yeah. if you want to play finals, you, you kind of have to earn it, right? Um, yeah, you, you got you to gotta perform in the rounds. That's right. Um, and it, it does, it is a shame that we, you know, We've got to cut some games out for some people, but this is a tournament. And, like, I think that's an extra step towards making the scene, you know, making the international scene grow um, is the understanding that you're not going to be able to play the entire tournament at, you know, if, if you're not good enough to compete. Um, but, yeah, that's just, yeah. Yeah, and we, we could end up in, in situations where going into that third round, people are going back into their pools. It's largely already kind of determined who those those top eight teams are going to be. Mm. But it may be very much up in the air because that with that cross-pool play, that could really throw everything off. So yeah. I think there will still be adjustments to be made in that, that third round. So I'm hoping that there will be some exciting matches and adjustments that will take place in that last day and a half of, of round play there. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully we, we don't end up in a situation where um teams decide they don't want to ref the remainder of the tournament yeah that would not be great yeah it would be a shame hopefully people are uh, you know are okay enough within themselves to kind of you know um be there when the when the scene kind of needs them but you know that's yeah I, I mean take it from me I, I know it sucks sticking around and refing after your team has been knocked out especially if you get knocked out before you were kind of anticipating yeah. you're feeling kind of low but be a good sport to help everybody else out because in in our particular sport 
right? We don't have professional refs. We don't That's have right. people who are coming in from the outside. We we're relied upon to police ourselves. Yeah. So, um, you know, be, be a team player as much as possible yeah. uh, when it comes to your duties for the tournament. Uh, side note, um, we've got a guy here who's actually a, a, a professional referee. And um, he was like, oh, man, I'd, I'd love to just, like, you know, come and ref a tournament. <laughs> and I was like, bruh, buy a plane ticket. like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can uh, definitely accommodate you there. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, want to be we, head we ref? Have... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we did have um, for the, I think it was the fourth West Coast tournament, the second one that we hosted at SAC, um, Stalker initially thought that he was going to be able to play the tournament, but then it turned out that his work schedule wouldn't accommodate it. Mm. But then things kind of flipped again, and he was going to be around for most of the hours, so he agreed just to be the kind of ongoing ref slash organizer for getting people in and out of the tournament. Oh, good man. And that was such a huge help just to have somebody who was involved in the tournament but not playing on a team able to take on some of those duties that wasn't a player <laughs> uh, being able to do those things. So I, I definitely had my, my hats off to, to him. And the players, I think, very wisely ended up voting him to have the sportsmanship award for for that tournament because oh, he didn't play but still did a lot of work for it yeah yeah is um is jesse kind of taking that role or is he actually playing this year i'm pretty sure he's playing on detroit oh, b cool. awesome. um, somebody can correct me if i'm if i'm wrong but i'm, I'm fairly certain that he is, that oh, he is cool. playing in the tournament cool, 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 cool. so okay so we have you know our top eight teams so the top four i should say from each pool so it is going to be the bottom team in each pool that gets dropped out whether right. or not it's the the same on overall seating. I really doubt there will be a discrepancy between those, but hey, there could be something weird that happens. Hopefully, so the top four, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the top four uh, teams from from each pool will advance, and then what we're going to do is kind of cross the the seeds. So the top ranked seed from pool A will play the bottom ranked um, team in, in pool B, mm. if that makes sense, right? Mm. Kind of if you if you watch um, soccer like World Cup that kind of thing. Um, it's the similar format to what they do, right? What? Where you're going to play teams that are out of your pool, but you still take into account the higher seeds ranking. Right. Um, so that means that the top ranked seed in one pool will play the bottom ranked team from the other pool. And then the the two in the middle will just kind of cross brackets in their side. So second ranked seed in pool A will play third ranked seed in pool B, so on and so forth. And yeah. then that will just set up the, the eight team double elimination bracket, which will be... The last kind of part of Thursday, we're going to play four matches of finals on Thursday. Mm. So that will kind of determine the initial winner's bracket and loser's bracket going into Friday. But that means that everybody who makes finals is going to have an opportunity to play at least one match on Friday. Right. And then Friday, we're starting at 9 a.m. rather than 8.30. So, yay, extra half hour of sleep. <laughs> we're going to have two coffees instead of one. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And we do need to be done by the afternoon. But um, once again, I I think we'll have plenty of time bracketed off because absolute maximum, um, we'll have 15 total matches for for finals. um, And that's getting four of them done on on Thursday. Right. So at most, we have 11 matches to get through on Friday, Um, maybe only 10 because we'll only have that very last match if the the team um, that was top ranked seed Going into the, the grand final, if they have a loss, mm. you know, you have to play one more match because you have to, to lose twice to get knocked out. Yeah. Which has happened in the past. It happened in Chula Vista in 2010 yeah, and it happened in that. Sacramento in 2017. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I remember that too. Those that, those two matches were epic. Um, yeah. Yeah, they were so good. Uh, with the obvious split where um, Yama, like, racks his knee. That was a, a little average, but... 
Yeah, that part was was not so great. No, no, but the the quality of the games, oh, so good to watch. And that's actually that's a, another kind of benefit to being a ref is that you get to watch these amazing games happen. Um, yeah, obviously yeah, it's not as good as playing, sure. but <laughs> yeah, not as good as playing. Yeah. And yeah, normally those grand final matches are are great to watch. Yeah. A little bit less so in Brisbane last year, where uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Great Wall, wall of Taipan led to, led to some shenanigans in the very final game. Um, but, hey, it gave me an opportunity to uh, do some dancing for the camera and squat <laughs> down so, so Beast could take a rest and sit on my back. <laughs> um, so assuming we, we are on schedule and we finish up on Friday afternoon? uh afternoon slash early evening we'll probably be done between sometime between 4 p.m and and 6 p.m depending okay. on exactly how long everything takes what happens and then, after that i believe um we are scheduled to have the awards dinner is going to be at dave and buster's this year so what, really have dave and buster's <laughs> oh if you have not experienced the the magic that is dave and buster's it is basically um uh, let's see how do i put this it's it's like an arcade for adults essentially, oh. so uh, yeah, it has food and alcohol and all kinds of crazy arcade games. Fuck uh, yeah, so, yeah! I think it will definitely be an epic time. We went in in 2013, and uh, there were many shenanigans that yes. that happened. It was not the origin of Fireball DK, but there was definitely some alcohol-consumed DK that set up the shenanigans of, of subsequent years uh, going on down the line. Brisbane. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad that we're doing that. Like, I, I mean, you know, it would have been, would have been nice to kind of gather at, at lasers for awards and whatever. Um, oh, you, you want to, you don't want to be the center. Anymore. No, After no, you've played all those matches, no. you, you want to go someplace else. Absolutely. And like, I'm all over being at an, at an arcade. That sounds dope. <laughs> I don't I mean, know if you know this about me. It's not quite as cool as going to a park in Detroit after dark, <laughs> but it's a close second. <laughs> we get like junkies join our barbecue. <laughs> um, you know what goes great on hamburgers? Crack. Yeah. <laughs> get that black tie in you. Um, <laughs> so actually on that, one one quick question on that. what What is the weather conditions like in Detroit uh, at that time of year? <laughs> uh, this time of year? unpredictable i think is oh, really? the word that we would, we would best apply um there's a slogan in michigan that if you don't like the weather just wait 10 minutes um i remember a couple of days when i was there in 2009 and 2013 yeah that it could go from being a perfectly pleasant sunny day to having a thunderstorm in the span of, of 30 minutes or something like that and then Stupid after a lakes. very sudden downstorm it'll go back to, to being sunny but in general, I would say um, weather tends to be warm, a little bit more on the humid side overall. Oh, yeah. um, so if you're used to, to kind of dry weather, that's going to be an adjustment for us California people and for the, <laughs> the St. George crowd. Um, Auckland will be sweet. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that stuff will be climate controlled in, in the arena by what, and large. What's uh, the temperature yeah, like? Uh, let me see if I can. I, I can't adjust this to, to Celsius for. <laughs> Wait, for all give, you, give me uh, give me a Fahrenheit. Give me a... I think it it tends to be in like the the high seventies to to the eighties, uh, depending on on what happens. Oh, that's so mild. the overall temperature is not terrible, but with the humidity, sometimes it can feel a bit warmer. Yeah, and it has been known to to spike. Temperatures have definitely been up in the the Midwest this year so far. So 
Thanks a lot, climate change. Yeah, thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I think that's like like late teens, early twenties, um, which is good because that's kind of that, that's Auckland summer temperature. So it won't be like being in Sacramento in like forty five degree. You know, no, it's cool. not going to be blistering hot weather, um, but it could be on the warmer side with a, a fair degree of humidity. So I would just say come prepared for whatever gets gets thrown at you. But I think most people will feel comfortable in their usual summer attire of, of shorts and short sleeve shirts. Yeah. Or, I mean, that's beans as attire in general. Yeah, exactly. It, it could be the middle of January in a snowstorm, and he would still be wearing. I mean, maybe he'd put on his hockey jersey to to keep a little bit warmer. But, um, all right, cool. Well, I mean, that's a pretty good rundown of uh, how the week's gonna go. I, I think it gives us a little bit of clarity because you know it's kind of been, you know, an ongoing discussion for a little while now. So we can yeah, close. and the. the the major concern going in was, is everybody going to get enough games and is there going to be enough downtime, which sometimes are kind of mutually exclusive things because right, the more games that you have, the longer you have to be at the center. The That's fewer right. games you have, you have more down. And so trying to balance everything out, I think this is a pretty good compromise. It's still going to be pretty long days. Yeah. Um, but we do have a little bit of wiggle room that's worked in there with the longer match times, and we're going to end a little bit earlier on Wednesday. So hopefully everybody will have a chance to recharge their batteries, get together, do some social kind of stuff. Yeah, and we'll we'll go from there. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it to this experiment to see how things go, and I, I think it'll produce some interesting situations. Yeah, I mean if we can run if the tournament runs really well, then obviously I think it'll get adopted going forward. Um, and if we, assuming that we we can get to have 10 plus teams yeah that's right yeah i mean it doesn't make sense to do it in a you know eight or six team nationals which happens uh i'm expecting people to come to auckland next year just putting that out yeah, there yeah you bum yanks yeah <laughs> show up but, this time <laughs> make sure you start saving um but yeah like yeah if if it, it is uh it goes a long way to helping the um the larger um the the expansion of the scene that's what i'm trying to say yeah yeah absolutely it, it definitely gives us more options than a, a pure round robin format would go yeah because the the problem with running a pure round robin is that every team you add makes every round kind of like logarithmically longer yeah. so it's not just adding like oh it's just a couple more matches well it's no it's no. as many more matches as there are other teams that's right yeah so going you know from eight teams to nine teams is an astronomical number of games you need to add yeah exactly right cool all right well that'll probably do it for us this week um yep and hopefully everybody's able to follow that if not just show up for the tournament and uh we'll tell you when you need to play <laughs> yeah just ask your captain after initial captain is me and then go bother someone else. Go ask DK. He's And then your be... captain will say, hey, go ask DK. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll say, I don't know, ask Beans. I'll say, go ask Than. Oh. Uh, uh. Oh, uh, too bad. He's not here. All right. Everybody message Than at least five times a day. Oh, absolutely. Like, give his rock star ass some shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it wouldn't be a, it's not a tournament without giving Than some shit. Um, you are 100% correct there, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, for this week, I've been Guy Next Door. And I've been DK. Always remember to backtrack, kids. We will see you next week.